This is episode 268 of the Beyond the Food Show. And today I'm sharing my personal goal setting journey for 2021. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food Show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food Method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally, right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food Show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedozier.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, my sisters. This episode is going to be a wrap-up session on the thematic of goal setting, which has been most of the month of December 2020. So if you have been listening up to now, we went through health goal versus weight loss goals, episode 264. Then we went into the five-step process to setting diet culture-free goals for the new year. And then in the last episode, 267, I taught you the concept of being willing to be willing, aka the limitless source of motivation to achieve your goal, the thing you need to do to achieve your goal. Now, this episode here today is an intention I had set for myself in creating these last episode is to illustrate what those concepts can look like if you apply them in real life and the potential of result that you can experience from setting diet culture free goals. To do this, I'm going to use my own life and my own goal setting journey. I've never done an episode like this one before where I share my own reflection on the year and the goals that I'm deciding to set. So this is going to be a vulnerable episode. Are you ready to come on this journey with me? (laughs) So let's do this. Episode 266, goal setting, I shared with you the five-step process to set diet culture-free goals. And this is how I've been setting goals for myself for the last eight years. I share in that same episode that I used to be a corporate trainer for the goal-setting method called SMART Goals. And then when I came to the world of health and opened a clinic in Toronto, I transferred those skill set and teaching vision board workshop. I did that probably for four years. The first weekend of the year, either in my house or in my clinic, I would gather women together and we would create our goals for the year under the thematic of vision board. 
Now that we are a virtual company in the Beyond the Food world, we host these exact same clinics, but virtually. And it's always the first weekend of the year. And 2021 is no different. So if you're listening live, you can join us on January 3rd, 2021. Um, if you're interested to learn how to create Diet Culture Frigal and say hell yes to 2021, I'd love to have you. You can see the show note to register for our Conquer and Thrive community to access this workshop. So the first phase of any goal setting is reflection. There's so much power in the act of reflecting. Reflecting in this case on the year that's behind us or whatever time frame you're using to set up your goal, what you did before setting those goals so that you can set a clear intention for the time frame ahead, in our case of the year ahead. For me, I'm looking at 2020, right? And how I learn and grew in that period of time. Now, 2020, depending when you're listening to this, may be very vivid in your mind, but 2020 was a, a special year, right? It was the year of the pandemic. That was the raise of uh, consciousness awareness to systemic racism in North America. There's a lot of things that happened in that year. And for many people, and I already see this right now with the beginning of December, and when I'm recording this, and I already see this on social media where people are in a hurry to like get past 2020 and rush into the new year. And unfortunately, many of us will do this because we consider 2020 perhaps a failure. And because most of us, specifically as women raised in a patriarchal society influenced by diet culture, we do not do well with failure. We do not appreciate failure. We are pressed to move on, get past the failure of 2020. And to me, that is a sure way to create goals from a place of fear instead of love. And that's the base principle for diet culture free goals is to set goals towards yourself from a place of love. And that's by far the most significant error I see in goal setting for women. Learning to reframe failure is essential in order for you to set diet culture free growth. Motivation and passion towards your goal will only come if you are willing to be willing to fail. Because failure is an opportunity to learn so that you can grow. So let me ask you this, sister. What did you learn in 2020? I'm going to share with you six questions that I use to reflect on 2020. For those that are listening to me while driving or doing the dishes, I've put these questions in the show notes so you can refer back to them. Let me quickly read them to you. What forced change have you come to appreciate from 2020? Which new habit have you developed in 2020? Which action have you performed to maintain your physical and mental health in 2020? Did you manage to impose some boundary in your life? What did you discover about yourself? And finally, what are you proud of? Let me share my reflection on 2020. 
What did I learn? Well, four lessons. Number one, I can face anything and remain standing. I'm actually amazed at myself. I'm resilient, like big, bolded, capital letter. All of us women are so resilient. Look back at everything that happened in 2020, and yet here we are listening to this podcast, looking forward to growth, to change, to saying hell yes to ourselves and hell no to die culture. I know we spend a lot of time talking about why we need to dismantle diet culture in our life and the life of other women because of the damage is causing us. But I think there's one upside to diet culture. It's resilience. We build major resilience skills and we build that over the dozens and dozens of failed diet attempt. And we kept coming back. That's resilience. So that's one upside to diet culture. But seriously, for me, when I was trapped in diet culture, resilience was actually built out of survival need to avoid shame and failure. What this year showed me is that I'm capable of being resilient today as much as before, but this time from a place of love and not fear. And that is powerful. I have created love-based resilience for myself because of the next lesson, which is the number two lesson in 2020. Feel, don't fight. Being able to feel my emotion and process them and embracing hard. The concept of hard is for a new episode coming up in 2021, but in brief, for those who don't understand the concept of hard, is we have, just like failure, we have a faulty view on what life is supposed to be. We are taught to believe that life should be easy, and when things get hard, it's a sign that we need to back off, that perhaps we're on the wrong path, or that we're doing something hard. And I want to invite you to think the opposite. The fear of hard is actually what's holding back many women from dismantling diet culture in their life. I hear this a lot, and it comes in these type of claim. It seems so hard to learn intuitive eating. I just don't have the courage. Accepting my body is too hard. It's much easier to shrink my body. Being able to embrace hard stuff, to welcome it, to expect it, is actually what supported me, my health, my peace, my goals in 2020. Reframing resilience, reframing failure, reframing hard is what propelled me and my business and me serving you in 2020. And I can only attribute reframing these concepts, these perspectives to one tool, self-coaching, thought work having a managed mind, not letting my brain decide the action or more accurately, the reaction to the life's event like COVID, but instead deciding on purpose how I would respond. When we have a managed mind, here's what happens when we are faced with 
high emotion, like fear, for an example. We can feel the emotion rising in our body, but we have the skill to tolerate the sensation of the said emotion. We feel the fear, we process the fear, and then response based on our intention, based on what we want to create for ourselves. The opposite of responding to our emotion is reacting to our emotion. Reactive action most of the time in order to avoid feeling the emotion. And a lot of us at that, when COVID first exploded in the beginning of 2020, we had a lot of coping mechanism. 2020 served me and you plenty of situation that caused a shitload of emotion. So ask yourself, did you react or did you responded? The mastering of my own mind via self-coaching is how I was prepared to thrive in 2020 and to respond to 2020's event and be there to support my student, be there to support my client, and be there to support myself. And that led me to lesson number three of the year. I can adapt when the old doesn't work anymore. (laughs) One word for 2020, flexibility. This is something that for decades, I wasn't good at all doing. Being in a situation where I wasn't in control would send me in panic. And I would hold my grip even firmer on the old because I didn't believe in my own power. Instead, I believed that I needed to control and manage carefully the external aspect of my life so that I can manage what others thought of me. And that's where I seeked my power and external output. If that's you right now, I want you to know something. It's totally normal for women born into patriarchal society and train as, quote, good girls, go back to podcast 249, to believe that our power is in other people's opinion of ourselves instead of our own opinion of ourselves. The process of seeing and reconnecting with my innate wisdom, therefore my innate power, I can attribute that greatly to the process of learning intuitive eating. Shifting 20 plus years of giving my autonomy with food to, quote, diet gurus and claiming back my power to nourish myself was pivotal. At first, claiming back my power with food and then gradually being in my power in my whole life, including my body image. The work that had done over the last six years really, truly culminated in 2020. It showed up in my ability to adapt myself to the circumstance of the world, to adapt my business to the pandemic, firmly believing that I would be okay. And that brings me to my last lesson of 2020. Challenges helped me see what was important. Although it began with the pandemic, for me, the biggest learning that would change me, my voice, 
And ultimately, my business really came in mid-May 2020. It began with the event of the tragic death of George Floyd. I had to take a hard look at myself in the mirror and ask myself, what was my role in this as a white person and how my business was also contributing to systemic racism? I teach this to my students that typically are, there's a striking moment of transformation in the process of change. I call these ha-ha moments. For me, it came on June 1st when someone sent me this quote, and I'll read it for you. In a racist society, it's not enough to be non-racist. We must be anti-racist. From Angela Davis. For most of my life, I have been one of those liberal, inclusive feminists who believed that I wasn't racist. I could have listed many reasons to demonstrate that I wasn't racist. I was well-versed in tin privilege, but not for one minute that I thought about white privilege. That ignorance was the way that I was hurting people of color. So I did my personal anti-racist work, and that led to a big change personally and consequently in my business. No longer could I tolerate to just speak of dieting and intuitive eating without acknowledging the social justice issues at the root of our screwed up relationship to food and body for us as women. No longer could I tolerate to talk about body image without teaching the racist and sexist roots of diet culture. No longer could I teach about mindset without acknowledging the social conditioning of patriarchy and white supremacy that women and people of color are subject to. That's how Conquer and Thrive was born. I could no longer be silent and non-political. Over the summer of 2020, I went on a journey to upgrade the curriculum of the Going to Beyond the Food Method. Dismantling diet culture using the Going to Beyond the Food Method now had to include social justice principle and my so ever feminist principle present in my own life. I had to come out of the closet. Along with teaching, self-coaching, intuitive eating, and body neutrality. Another angle of my business and my personal work that I had to do was accessibility. Accessibility was something that I wanted to improve in our program delivery. So we did change and upgraded the curriculum, but we also created a new platform and a new way to deliver a successful process in a more affordable way and also making it available anytime a woman was ready to do her work. That's how the challenges 2020 helped me see what was important and shape my decision about my personal and professional life. What about you? I heard you to answer these questions for yourself before you even consider setting your goal for 2021. Find good in the last 12 months. Celebrate yourself. Just like me, your brain has probably been socialized with the idea that as women, we need to fix ourselves. And if we aren't intentional, you will find yourself into the space of looking back at 2020 and say, if I had this, or if I was better at that, 2020 would have been better for me. Let me fix this about myself. Let me fix that about my life. These words is dire culture playing in your mind. That's patriarchy in action. I invite you to look at 2020 and quote, force yourself to find your win. Yeah, probably you will need to force yourself. 
I use the word force because you and I have decade of neural pathway built to look at what we lack in our life and what we need to fix about ourselves. That's what I taught you in podcast 267, willing to be willing. We have to be willing to face what is uncomfortable and what creates fear in our body. So I invite you to set your goal from a place of love and abundance for yourself. And that, my sister, is a big F you to diet culture and a big hell yes to you as a woman. Now I'd love to share my goals for 2021 with you. My number one goal is the word value. I want to value myself. I want to appreciate myself to my real value. All that I have done, all that I have experienced, failed at in my life, have forged me. My value into this world is me. And that's what I have to offer in this world. And that's a big lesson of 2020. I'm valuable. Me, Stephanie, I am valuable. This is what my client buy. They buy me and my life experience. And it's the same way in my personal relationship. People love me, not my body. I mean, I am the value of my business, not my workbook, not my fancy website, not my video, me. Me and my wisdom of my acquired life experience. In order to appreciate my own value and deliver my value into this world, there's a couple of action I want to share with you. And I don't want to make this about action because that is not goal setting. Goal setting is about feelings and it's about intention. But here's two big actions for me that you're actually going to feel as a receiver of this podcast. Number one is doing less. I'm known to be a very productive person, but to find and tap in my value, I need to do less. And we began that in the summer of 2020. And it culminated on December 1st when we discontinued four programs. Four of our program and our company have been closed to put all my energy in Conquer and Try for 2021. The same will be with our podcast in 2021. I'm only going to produce 52 episodes, one per week, not the 68 that I produced last year. I need to do less so I can tap into my value. I'm going to manage my time better. 2021 brought to me time blocking, which was a huge win for me. I'm going to take this to the next level in 2021. You see, I'm not trying to fix myself. I'm going where I went in 2020 and I'm amplifying that. That's goal setting from a place of love and not fear. Here's a second goal for me. I want to create my legacy. I had a conversation with my best friend of 23 years, and he was sharing with me his legacy and his legacy being his family and his two daughter. And that got me thinking, what will I leave behind in this world? I don't have any children. I chose not to have any kids a long time ago. My legacy will come from my value. I'm an excellent clinician. I'm a badass teacher. I teach other professional and that comes naturally and easily. For every women health practitioner that I teach help and support, 
I automatically impact hundreds and thousands of women through their practice of the non-diet approach. I want to build a collective of women health practitioners that lead the grassroots movement for all women to dismantle diet culture for the next generation of women. My goal for 2021 is to train and lead 40 clinicians in the non-diet approach. And to do this, I will need to up my game into two areas, constraint and strength. I have to learn to master the concept of constraint. Constraint and restriction aren't the same. Constraint is the predetermined limitation of choice in order for one to achieve predetermined goal. In order for one to constrain efficiently, we need to get through elimination of restriction. My teacher used this example, which I think is best. Imagine that you're a writer and you have to write a paper. Constraint will require you to determine a goal for your paper, what you want to communicate, and then write an outline to keep your paper on point. Rebellious slash freedom will say, hell, I don't need an outline. Just go with the flow. For some area of my life that require improvement in order for me to achieve my goal, I need a lot more constraint. I'm someone who have trauma around constraint and restriction due to 25 years of dieting, which is highly restrictive, and then 20 plus year in the corporate world. And over the last eight years, I lived the word freedom to the detriment of constraint. And that's the balance that I want to achieve in 2020. The second area is strength. And for me, strength is in my body. I'd love to go back and do live events and be able to stand on stage for hours with a live audience. Unfortunately, right now, my body isn't strong enough to do that. As most chronic dieter, I have a very traumatic relationship to exercise. And some of you may or may not know, I have a scoliosis in my lower spine and upper spine, which cause a lot of imbalances and pain in my physical body. Over the years of dieting, I have used exercise to shrink my body and caused even more imbalances and damage to my spine. Through a series of choice, I have been really focused over the last eight years to heal my relationship to food, my mental and emotional health, but not exercise. I've been awaiting for the universe to send the right way, the right person in my path that could help. And recently someone came into my life that is an expert in functional training. I've been testing the water, working with her since November And it feels really good. And my body loves it. So I've hired her permanently for 2021. And we are focused on building strength in my body. And who knows? Maybe we'll have a live event for 2022. Who knows? So that's my goal for 2021. If you are hoping for a long, exhaustive list of action-driven goals and checklists... Sorry to disappoint you. These lists, this exhaustive action-driven goal, that's diet culture way of setting goals. And I don't do that. I actually say hell no to this. 
I'd love to hear your goal for 2021. Maybe I'll see you inside of Conquer and Thrive and we'll get to watch you thrive in your goal for 2021. If not, share with me on social media. I would love to hear from you. My hope for all of us in this community is that we find freedom from diet culture so that we can all be in our power and dismantle diet culture for the next generation of women. That we conquer our mind, our relationship to food, and our body so that we can thrive. I love you, sister, and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Thrive. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life-changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively, and master body confidence. That you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Thrive will help you take this knowledge deeper into real-life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.